once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y, also a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the short round of this podcast. <laughs> I am your co-host, Jordan, the Marcus Brody of this podcast. And I'm Kevin, I'm also a host, and I am the snakes of this podcast. All of the snakes. All of the snakes. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, they're in every movie. So... Uh. Why, oh, why did it have to be Kevin? Yeah, why um, did it have to be? <laughs> why did we have to add Kevin? Anything but Kevin. Uh, I still remember that time when I was uh, scarred in my childhood, when I was running across the top of a circus train and fell into a car full completely with Kevin's. With Kevin's. Oh, man. We were so proud of Kevin Smith. everywhere. <laughs> Kevin Gallagher. Uh, Kevin James. Kevin Nealon. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, Kevin Bacon, Kevin Garnett, uh, Kevin, uh, gosh, what is that guy's Kevin. name? Kevin, <laughs> uh, Kevina. That's uh, that's the feminine form of Kevin. I was Kevin trying to Spacey. remember. Yeah, dang it, I, that's what I was trying to think of. Kevin Costner. I was trying that's, to remember uh, um short rounds name, uh, and I kept thinking like short stack. <laughs> He's a pancake. But, yeah, I was like, oh, no. no. But then I was reminded that pancakes are round. Ah. And I arrived at short round. Although, is that is that horribly racist? Yeah. I think, I think yeah, I think is. you did it. Yeah, you made it. You made it to um, racist town. So. How, how yeah, about, that's racist hey, Indiana pancakes. Jones, how about you, um, Indiana, how about you discover some, you know, tolerance for once and sensitivity towards other people's uh, cultures. Tyler, that didn't exist just... in, that did not exist in the ancient world. That's why hey. you can't find it. <laughs> so I'm I'm That's reading the uh, the Wikipedia here on short round. Uh, <laughs> of course. But, oh that... there's a whole Wikipedia about short round. Short round. VH one is... did a um did a special on um where are they now? Where, where are they now? Or... Actually I would I would watch that on repeat. Um no I, I prefer their their special uh I love the short round. Um Oh yeah That's that's my favorite one about. Short Anyways, Round. Short Round was named after Temple of Doom screenwriters uh, William Hyuk and Gloria Katz's dog. Now, George <laughs> Lucas's initial idea for Indiana's sidekick was a virginal young princess, but Hyuk, Katz, and Spielberg disliked the idea for no a kidding. freaking good reason. It because... was still going to be played by the same kid. Um... <laughs> It was just. It was, true. That doesn't he wasn't prohibit. going to be a lovable street urchin. Yeah. He was going to be a, a virginal princess. Right. Um, gosh, George Lucas, I'm so glad that you didn't get more of your hands on Indiana Jones because you had some terrible ideas. You did. Like, hey, let's have Indiana Jones have dated a 14 year old when he was 30. Like, oh, yeah, good idea. Alright, uh, this is our podcast where obviously we answer questions submitted by you, the listener, versus and would you rather questions and we hash them out here on the show until we arrive at one who is the best. Our first question hey, is Tyler. coming to us. What? Hmm? Huh? Uh, I, I hate to make an inside joke, uh, but. You will. Anyway. I will, anyways. <laughs> here it is. Um, here it guess, comes. Guess who, uh, Jonathan K. Kwan, short rounds actor. Study Taekwondo under on the set of Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Uh, Ernie Ray's senior. None other than Philip Philip Tan. Wait. Ah, yes. Wait. Running kid. 
You became kid. biking kid. Wait, Slash wait. bike kid. Oh, that kid. His name is <laughs> Philip Tan? Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyone who wanted a deep cut from our college career, where we <laughs> assign names to, to everyone we saw, the, there's there's uh, that for you. Come back next week for the tale of Touchy and Feely. Also, uh, but our f- and two weeks from now for Far Too Attractive. <laughs> And, uh, and then after that, we're gonna do Spaceship Backpack Kid. Then, um, Creepy Swing Dance Threesome. <laughs> uh, and, uh, oh gosh, wait, just one more. We need one more, and I can't remember. The Wrestlers. Oh, oh and also, thank you. The Wrestlers, gosh. and also The Colored Man. And <laughs> I was The Colored Man. Tyler was uh, The Colored Man. Uh, I had a you. rainbow shirt and hat. All right. Okay. First question <laughs> comes to us from CJ Zimmerman. Thank you so much, CJ, who wants to know dubstep versus dubbed movies. Go. Which is better? Uh, they're uh, for they're me, not this the is same thing. Be like... Now you see, Kevin, as a Japanime expert, I heard you like them subs. Oh yeah, dog. Um, here's well, here's the deal. Um, yeah, I was going to say, for me, this is going to be which is worse. <laughs> and I'll pick the lesser oh, yeah? of two evils. <laughs> um, I will say that dubbed dubbed comedy animes are oftentimes better than the subbed animes because I don't get Japanese puns. Sorry, Japan, but I, I forgot the, the, the word for pickled radish. Is the same word for a bachelor in his forties. I forgot about that. Sorry about that. So, um, most are a lot of the Japanese punny humor is totally lost, and so a little dub action is nice for that because most of them come out as like in in the sub as like oh uh, pork chop sandwich. Uh, I thought you meant sailboat, and it's like oh that's hilarious. But Kevin, you, you've could done not it again. The, same. the best. Could not the same be said about Shakespeare? (laughs) (laughs) Most of his jokes were about pork chop sandwiches. Yeah, most of his jokes Uh, were actually originally written in Japanese. Little known fact. Um, I really, I really wish that dubbed animes were actually just, they take the Japanese and they just, they chop it, they screw it, they remix it. They dubstep it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You could say that that's what they do. If you just you're waiting for the conflict need, to drop. Our enemies need more whoop 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 to them. Yeah, that's so. a good point. Hold up, I, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna confess a little bit of ignorance right now and say that I don't know what dubstep is, so I'm gonna listen to some while you guys. Wait, talk. what? Yeah, can we? Kevin, Kevin's, two, Kevin's it's 2012. Gonna, Kevin, uh, just YouTube Skrillex and listen to the first thing you find. All right, here yeah. We go. Um, get talk, uh, talk amongst yourselves. Pick, yeah. pick your favorite song and then put dubstep remix at the end, and you will find it. Hold up, hold up. Um, I got it. Skrillex Bangarang featuring Sierra. That sounds cool. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like a Probably dubstep. All right, here we go. So you guys talk so, amongst yourselves. Um, okay. Now so I will say, I, go ahead. I will say a, a big uh, a big bonus for dubstep, and this actually ties in with anime. Is all of the. Uh, uh, if you look for Dragon Ball Z dubstep like moments, that dragon is pretty ballsy. I know, and it's like uh, people feel the need to put dubstep to everything these days. So 
it's like let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and make a dubstep remix of Goku going Super Saiyan 3. That would be cool. Um so I mean that's one option, but Kevin stop muting us. Yeah, Kevin, we can't continue this podcast if you keep muting oh, wait, us. So that... That mutes us to each other. We can't. Wait, wait. We so can't if even I talk mute to you, each... it mutes you for the other person. That's the yes, stupidest yes, thing does. in the world. Yes, it does. Why the it's heck a little do you be- do that? A little behind the scenes action for you, listener. Hold up. Can um, I hit ignore? Probably. God. They'll probably uh, block us then. Oh, or something. Shoot, it does. All right. Well, I guess I'm. I'm only going to be able to partially get super into this dubstep. So <laughs> that bear that in mind. Uh, Jordan, I'm sure you made a very good point. Were you at the end of your point? I was. I was indeed. You'll have <laughs> right. to find out what it was later when you're editing the episode. Oh, man. I'm already in love with this episode <laughs> on so many levels. Um, it's going to be great to edit. Uh, so I actually really... <laughs> Now, can we mute Kevin? Because that would be an option. Uh, no, I, I don't, I don't know if we can. Uh, I actually really love dubbed movies. I, I think they're the best, precisely because the voice actors don't always get it. Um, That's true. I have a film called the The Guy with the Secret Kung Fu, which is very misleading because it's actually about two guys, and neither of them have secret kung fu. But right, I got through old... a minute 30. Update. I got through a minute 30. And it was terrible. So I stopped. <laughs> All right. But you, so... you were. I, I, I see you did stay long enough for that beat to drop. Yes. Did, the, did beat did, yeah. the beat did. Yeah. Beat dropped. That's oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. That's. That is. Oh. That's. That's dubstep. It's all expectation and then beats dropping. Um, and then the whoop, 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 whoop. I'm just going to. It's actually I'm just based gonna, on the uh, TV actually, show. Actually, I'm going to turn it down a little bit so it sounds like. You guys are just kind of talking into a mix of a dubstep song. This is the dubstep remix. Ninjas versus podcast. Ninjas versus you guys dubstep. sound so dope right now. <laughs> That's good. Uh... Um, so, anyway, guys, guy with the secret kung fu, not only did the voice actors not get it at all, but they also have um 50s vernacular. So it's like... Hey there! As a woman in distress, twenty-three skadoo, and it just makes for the greatest movie of all time. Uh, but Tyler, I can think of an even better dubbed movie that you and I have watched uh, from a, a little computer animated feature from the lovely country of India called *Son of Aladdin*. Oh, *Son of Aladdin*! *Son of Aladdin* is divine. <laughs> Zizima, <laughs> Zizima. Uh, uh, if you, good luck, if you good can luck, find listener, that, yeah. Good luck, listener, finding that. But uh, look up YouTube clips. I'm sure they exist. Um. So, dubstep. Uh, it. I feel like it's a health hazard, honestly, because how many how many people go into seizures with headphones on, uh, like Kevin did earlier, and and don't receive any help. Uh, because they just, they figure that they're jamming out to that Ocarina of Time dubstep overhaul. <laughs> Wait, so people take, like, real other songs that might be good and then turn them into what I just Kevin, listened to? Kevin, 
what is something you like? Um, I like uh, a cool breeze on an autumn day. There has been a dubstep remix of that. <laughs> I guarantee it. Um, man, it was just like, it was like four rowdy teens ganged up on my ear holes and then just let loose. Like spray, spray paint cans, uh, those, um, what were those things, those sticks that kids would like, uh, devil sticks, right? That, like kids, yeah. Would, yeah, they're like throwing those around, they're yo-yoing, like, it's, yeah, it's akin to like, to, to just ear death. It was really, uh, it was really an accosting. I think that's actually a dubstep band ear death guy yeah it's not really bands it's just guys it's and just laptops. a guy yeah um <laughs> um wow yeah it is a witch's worst type thing isn't it um but at least some at least some dubs can be good like there are there are good dubs out there um, you also hey let's not forget fan dubs like oh. the the wonderful Kung Pao Enter the Fist, or <laughs> is true. a uh, a community favorite here, uh, Wizard People, dear reader, oh, which you true. could qualify as a dub. You could. Um, I would consider it an audio commentary. Yeah, more of an audio book, really. Right. Book yeah. on tape. Um, more of a a three D picture book, honestly. So do people like? So people actually like this though. That's the, yeah. This is the thing that, that people enjoy. This is what the kids are listening to these days. <laughs> okay, so this is this is what's dope and fly on on the streets in the crib hood. This is yeah, what this... you will hear if you buy the latest kids' bop. If, if we <laughs> a, were a choir, a choir of children, <laughs> just um, remember eight or nine years ago, warming up and then thrashing. Oh. Remember eight or nine years ago, Kevin, when we were all listening to uh, Dashboard Confessional and Simple Plan and really getting on with our emo side? Well, dubstep is like the new emo. Interestingly enough, I avoid every fad by just not liking anything. It's really easy. And I just that hate way, everything. I don't buy into any fad, so I'm never disappointed with my music choice because I don't like anything. Kevin just doesn't like music. Yeah. I just—it's all talk radio. Well, for hold on. Kevin's it's like, all his—it's all his own podcast for him. I, that's he right. Just sits Let's around and listens Kevin to the backup He likes a few things. He likes the Olympics. He likes off-off-brand Mexican sodas. That's true. And he likes a good uh, Irish ale. This is, um, these are all things that I like. Kevin, I know for a fact that your favorite band is Curly Oxide. However. <laughs> Hasidic, Hasidic Jewish, uh, pop. Uh, pop. No, I it was, know. I was, I don't know. Performing artists, kind of, kind of yeah. like, yeah, kind of a cross. Art, like, living art installation. <laughs> uh, progressive, progressive art. Um, oh gosh, yeah, I don't know, and so I feel like, like Skrillex or, or dubstep rather is is kind of like the opposite of you know, smoking meats or salting meats. So that preserves that preserves that meat. So if you plug anything into dubstep, it just kind of lets it slowly decay until there's no yeah. no soul of music left in it. It's just an empty husk of It's essentially fracking. Boops. Yeah. It's it's fracking. Let's all be honest. 
Um, Whoa, um, they're making a 2014 film about Curly Oxide. Oh, man. I thought you were going to say they're making Fantasia 2014. And <laughs> no. It's going to be all dubstep. Fantasia but, hold on. Kevin, guess, guess who's playing Curly Oxide? Uh, Modest Yahoo? Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, oh man. Well, there you go. I think um, he'll do a good job. Yeah. Um. All right. We got to take a vote on this. Uh, Jordan, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm going to go with dubbed, dubbed, is it just movies or dubbed anything? Dubbed, dubbed, dubbed anything, I guess. Uh, I'll dubbed. go with dubbed anything. Cause you know, back in the early days of the Toonami, you know, my dubbed anime was, it's still pretty good. I'm, yeah. I'm currently in the midst of rewatching Outlaw Star dubbed and it is wonderful. So. A little Gundam Wing Endless Waltz for you. My favorite uh, Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Roger Ebert's Almost, too. almost as good as Die Hard. Kevin, what are you going with? Gosh, you know what? I gotta go with I gotta go with dubs because there are some legitimately good dubs, and there are also some dubs that even when they're bad, they're pretty great. Vis a vis Dragon Ball Z, uh, cross reference the "It's Over 9,000 uh, <laughs> meme, which, by the way, uh, Jordan, I'm very disappointed that I went to the Bronx Zoo and there was a uh, a little like informational thing that yeah said, i got that text it said it was really funny how many species of birds are there over nine thousand yeah it's <laughs> vegeta what does the scanner say about the bird's species level it's over nine thousand i'm disappointed there was no graffiti there like referencing it yeah that would um good. um yeah. and I am also going to go with dubbed shows and movies because if a beat drops in the forest and no one is around to thrash, does it really make a sound? Does it really wub that wub? So thank you so much, CJ, for your question. And next time you have to choose, uh, go ahead and go with that dubbed movie. And uh, if you're feeling especially daring, you know, remix it with a little bit of your own dubstep. Just get a cassette player and record an MP3 off the internet onto the cassette player. It will only improve the quality. Our next question comes to us from superfan Jeffrey Joffrey G-Unit Tunnela Lawton. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to know, free beer versus good beer? Go. Now, Kevin, I think Kevin. And I, I think are this be... is presupposing that the free beer is not <laughs> is good. not good. Well, <laughs> I think Kevin and I are already have already chosen our camps on this one. I don't. I think Tyler is going to be the swing vote. I am. I would love that. It doesn't I happen am enough. Firmly in the camp of good beer because I will not drink a beer if it is not worth my time. I would rather have water uh, because. I'm I'm a bit of a beer connoisseur. I drink beer for the, the flavor. I believe the word is snob, but yeah, go on. Snob. <laughs> um, I'm a beer gourmet, please. Um, and you know, I drink I drink beer to enjoy the beeriness of it. It's not it's not a vehicle for me to get drunk because if I if I'm getting drunk, I'm gonna go for the hard liquor. So I don't know. It's like faster that way. So I don't know the beer. I mean. If it's just like a really crappy Miller Lite or something like that, it's like you're drinking what tastes like dirty water and like you have to drink like four of them to get mildly buzzed and it's just not worth it. (laughs) 
Sorry, you said Buzz, and I thought of Buzz Lightyear. Um, <laughs> so no, noted beer connoisseur, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Ah, yes. Um, uh, so, go ahead, Kevin. I was just going to say, by the way, Jordan, uh, while you were making your opening argument, I was listening to Dubstep in the background, and uh, <laughs> you sounded pretty dope. Uh, now that... Now that we have approached the uh, the cold months, Kevin will keep his shirt on during recording, but will exclusively listen to dubstep <laughs> every show. Actually, yeah, well, fun, to keep himself fun thing. Warm. Fun thing. Just just start this podcast and then start anything by Skrillex. Put it at about half volume. Just just jam out, man. Yeah, just um, drop that um, beat. Um, it's, it's essentially the riff tracks to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, you see, here's my problem. I'm poor. I would love to have those, those luxury deluxe beers, but I, I work in theater. I am on a very low budget and I got to worry about buying food before I buy beer. And so if I can have free beer, one, that, that takes care of my alcohol quota for the day and I can forget all my worries. And two, that's like, like one glass is like half a loaf of bread. That, so if that's I just not like, true at all. If I just like hammer down a bunch of those, there's my calorie intake for the day. Thank you, food pyramid. I don't think that's, that's how that's, it works. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just like liquid bread. Uh, the only liquid bread is the stuff that was made by the Trappist monks in Belgium uh, because they were in the midst of uh, fasting. Uh, and to get that that extra caloric intake, so they weren't starving, they brewed their beer uh, in a high caloric fashion with tons of flavor notes of sweet chestnuts and. Uh, no one knows why. Of, little bits of cinnamon um, and coriander, and it. No one knows delicious. why contracting uh, cholera was part of their um, their fasting regimen, but you know. <laughs> Some of those orders can be pretty extreme with the whole penitence. <laughs> uh, you know, here's here's the thing. Um, one, I'm tired of people talking about the hoppiness. I'm just tired of hearing the word hoppiness. I would be so happy if I never heard that word ever again in my would life. Would you be hoppy? I would be hopping. Would you put hear. on a hoppy face? <laughs> I I would. Um, and especially from the mouths of hipsters, uh, talking about them IPAs. Yeah, I, I don't mean... want to hear about IPAs anymore, hipsters. I want to hear you shut up. What's the sound of one hipster not talking about IPAs? It's glorious. It's beautiful. Um, that, and I think that we can all agree that the greatest beer vehicle is the tall boy. And you are much more likely to get a free tall boy than a good tall boy. I can't think of any big any. Kevin, I thought the the greatest beer. beer vehicle was the bong. Uh, no, that's that's incorrect. It's the uh, tall what boy. about the what about the cap? Uh, wait, like like a like a beer, beer cap. cap. Uh, like, no, just the cap of the bottle. The cap of uh, the bottle. You just, yeah, <laughs> you pour yourself itty bitty shots. <laughs> Just real little amounts. Um, yeah, you got to savor the flavor. Come on, you know, like, give me that good tall boy because it looks like a space shuttle. And then we're going to soar into space with this tall boy. 
Can you uh, explain exactly what a tall boy is? Because you keep saying it, and all I think is a uh, po' boy. A tall and boy. Unless this is like a submarine sandwich with with Deep like a beer glass inside. Uh, a tall boy is... Uh, I would not mind bobbing for deep fried shrimp and beer. I'll throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> if anybody feels like daring and also paying for food for me, I'm so hungry. That sounds like a Halloween party that I can get behind. Um, bobbing for shrimp and beer. Um, a tall boy is a beer can that is 24 ounces, so it's real tall. And, uh, that's, I mean, that's about it. It's simple, like the message of America, freedom. (laughs) Um, that, and with all the, all this quote unquote, you know, good, refined, blah, 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 micro beer, beer, beers, micro beers. Um, micro rears micro no i'm not into that um give me that uh big i like big butts and i cannot lie um uh, don't give me that I micro rear can't deny um there is i mean at some point it has to happen where one of those micro brews is just gonna make you go blind because they screwed something up in the old brewery and then you're blind oh shoot that's a bummer I can't see any uh, of the Kevin, things that I, I like see, seeing anymore. I see you haven't had uh, Old Hickory's The Darkener before, because that's <laughs> that's a selling point. Is that, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Is that a real thing? Uh, I, if I, it is, I have no. Okay. I just made up. I wish. There. I wish it was. Yeah, it's a, it's a twenty four percent Imperial <laughs> Russian Stout. It's that's so what I'm black. talking about right there. That kind of description. Because it borders on the the pretension of wine drinkers, which I also hate. Um, I don't want. Oh. I don't want notes of rubies because you can't <laughs> taste a gem. Dang it! You can't do it. Stop telling me it's in a wine. Well, not with that attitude. Now, Kevin, are you going to come after me? Because I'm I'm slowly uh, moving in. Moving away from snobbish beer drinking into the realm of snobbish whiskey drinking. Oh gosh! Is that? Oh is that man! Be, Look, is that going to be a problem? Yes. Friendship? If you're a true wait, do you have any Irish in you? No, you're all German, right? No, nah, I'm I'm part Irish. All right, Irish. Well then, be a good Irishman and just drink Bushmills. It's not that good, but it's Irish. Drink it. <laughs> I'd sooner drink Jameson's, but that's okay. Uh, I'd sooner expensive. drink jam. Actually, Tullamore Dew would be the ideal. Um, Is that the, like the lowest of the low of Irish no, whiskeys? No, that's actually among the higher Irish whiskeys. Oh, yeah. Because I'm, uh, I'm a classy broad. I mean, come on. All right, and on that <laughs> note, uh, let's let's take a vote. Uh, Kevin, what are you thinking? I'm going with free beer because you can taste the free in it. It's an extra little spice in among the cinnamon and the uh, the, the Brazil nut. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going with uh, uh, good beer because you can taste the free in the free beer. And free, you know what else is free? Uh, piss. Piss is free. Urine. Uh, uh, it tastes similar to that. So Nope. You, get, you can charge for that in New York City. <laughs> um, and... I I will go with um with the free beer. Yeah. Cuz honestly, I don't have the option. So now, who free, is that? Who chose to be an English major? Uh plenty of starving people. 
Um, yeah, they all so drink Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> thank you so much for your question, uh, Joffrey. And um, next time you have to choose, go with that. Go with that free beer. Just get get loaded on somebody else's dime. But if you have a lot of dimes, uh, feel free to buy me a beer sometime because I need it. Um, <laughs> quick digression. Have you guys heard of uh, whitepowermilk.com? Oh, gosh. No. Is this racist? Yes. No, yes, kind of. Uh, it is a website where you can s- choose from a selection of beautiful white women and have them uh, personally gargle milk for you and then mail it to you. That is disgusting. For $100. For like half a quart of milk. That's absolutely uh, disgusting. Can I gargle milk for people and then charge $50 for it? I understand I am not an attractive white woman, but I do consider You myself. are a classy broad. A fairly classy broad. I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty attractive white male, so you know I can I can. I am. I will happen. offer. Um, I will offer milk. Uh, stirred in the mouth of a dead white European male, but that's the best I can do. This is horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, so. Uh, everybody go check that out and go on to our Facebook page, uh, Ninjas vs. Podcast. Like us and tell us whether or not you think this is a joke because I am really, really unsure. Uh, this podcast, not this website. Um, our next question comes to us from James Colley, uh, one of the hosts of Historians of Time. And our first question from an Australian, we are just, we're taking the continents by storm at this point. Uh, we, ha- we have our European listeners, and now we got some Aussies. So go listen to Historians of Time. It's pretty hilarious. They gave us a shout out uh, recently, and he wants to know, would you rather be the world's greatest magician or the world's worst wizard? Go. Aren't they the same thing? No, a magician does not actually do magic. A magician performs cheap tricks. A wizard is an actual magical being. Yes, so uh, you can Gandalf be the made best... the distinction that he is not a conjurer of cheap tricks. He is an actual <laughs> wizard. You can be the best illusionist and um, be in the cast of Batman Does Magic. Uh, or you can be the world's worst wizard. But you are a wizard, Harry. Now, which so, one? Which one will get me more prestige? Well, that's um, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You're looking at Christian which Bale. one will let you meet Nikola Tesla? <laughs> you're looking at David played Bowie. by David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're looking at Christian Bale versus Neville uh, Longbottom. Oh, no, even worse <laughs> than Neville. It sounds like the worst wizard would be a squib. So it would be the janitor. I wouldn't say that a squib is still a wizard, though. You have to have some magical. No, power. they have some. It's just terrible magical abilities. <laughs> I love that. I just I just searched worst wizard on Google, and there is a Yahoo Answers <laughs> message thread. Is Harry Potter the worst wizard ever, or what? <laughs> uh, what's the top answer? Uh, let's see. Thrill is my internet loads. Um, best answer. 
Harry has flaws like any character, and was just like any other wizard of his age. The only difference is that he had a lot of courage and thought quickly. Do not complain about Harry being inept, because if you had been in his position, I am sure you would have died. I'm very proud of Harry, <laughs> and I think he was very capable, so shut up. <laughs> all right, well, and if you want to we've all been in that position, wizard, and we're all very proud of Harry. Let's go with Hagrid, assuming Hagrid didn't have any strength. Okay. he was a pretty bad... Wait, wizard. wait, wait. What about Merlin in... The that... Sword in the Stone? No, in... um. Isn't Merlin Merlin's in a in a, a Christmas movie, right? In a Santa Claus movie. What? Yeah, Merlin's magical Christmas. Yeah. What, <laughs> is is that, that a thing? No. Merlin and Santa. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Um, Santa Claus, the film. It's a it's a it's a, it's a Mexican film <laughs> in which Santa Claus and Merlin team up to defeat the devil from, <laughs> from corrupting children. Uh, that is going to be eerily revel- uh, relevant to the end of our podcast, so we can save that discussion for later. Very good. Um, but, see, here's the thing. World's greatest magician, everybody's going to wind up hating you. Because uh, who isn't sick of, like, getting mind-freaked uh, every time By they Chris turn Angel. a corner? Yeah. Like, I don't, I want to be able to walk down the street safe without worrying about somebody mind-freaking me. Or some dude, like, it's, he's not even doing magic anymore. He's just like, look, I can endure this pain. I'm going to attach my nipples to a helicopter. Uh, whereas, if you're a squib, uh, you're still part of, like, the magic community. You're allowed in on, like, all the wonderful, zany craziness. And you of... probably have a pretty sweet cat. You can you can chill out and diagonally and just get all crooked with your mad magic self. Actually, um, uh, while Tyler's been talking, I did my own uh, Googling research on the worst wizard ever. And I found a, uh, a user on the Ancient Domains of Mystery uh, forum. Who, oh. <laughs> who, his user, user Morb, who claims this is the worst wizard ever, he... Rolled a gnomish wizard under the falcon sign. Starting stats, strength 10. Uh, <laughs> LE, I'm not sure what LE is. 7. Wisdom 16. Dexterity 18. Uh, TO 8. And only 17 mana. I'm pretty uh, sure he LE. He has the that... spell books, calm monster, slow monster, the scrolls, danger, and amnesia, potions, potential beauty, and potential charisma. <laughs> His wand has ball lightning. His ring can do fish and wedding. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? Ha ha ha. I guess I'll cue him. So there you go. Um, That's the worst I believe, wizard ever. I believe hmm. 7LE means that he only has 7 limited edition um, manga to his name. Oh gosh, uh, what a making, terrible wizard. Making him a pretty terrible wizard and overall awful LARPer. So. Yeah, and TO8 means he can only call eight timeouts while LARPing. <laughs> um, <laughs> to go, you know, drink five-hour energy drink. So the world's worst wizard is still going to be able to buy, like, magical bags of storage or, like, yeah. crazy death machines or love <laughs> potions or whatever. Well, yeah, Whereas potential. the world's greatest magician is just so. going to be able to be like, 
hey, I'm going to be on CBS for an hour encased in ice. Is it magic? Uh, I don't care anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, but you'd have a lot of money. Yeah. Cause you'd you have to trick people a lot. Well, yeah, and you would be able to trick people and trick them into driving themselves mad and making clones of themselves and then killing those clones. Hundreds of them. That's a pretty and eating those. That's clones. pretty powerful. Um, so I don't know. I even though you're not strictly magical, you'd still be you know pretty cool. Um, Doesn't the potential exist though that Job from Arrested Development will be jealous of you and he could, you know come to you and start doing a chicken dance at you or you know which would be great plant some plant some elaborate plot to uh get at you but inadvertently murders you somehow i don't know wait feed you to a sea lion but that's that's the power of being the best magician ever is that you could unite all magicians of the world under one banner you could finally end wizard war and wizard hunger or uh magician war and magician <laughs> hunger you could do all that. and uh, Or you could go on that Penn and Teller show, which is pretty cool. Oh, gosh. They're the worst. Um, on the other hand, though, or on the on the bad wizard side, you know that, like, even though you're a terrible wizard, you're still going to be doing wizarding. Like, you're not just going to be like, oh, I suck at this, so I'm going to stop. And then you're definitely going to turn your clothes into scorpions at some point with a Clozo Scorpiono spell. And that will suck. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. We should probably take a vote, though. Kevin, I'm going to come to you later because I keep asking <laughs> you first. Uh, I am going to was, go ahead. It was the best fake out ever. I'm going to go ahead and go with the world's worst wizard because... Even then, like, I'm going to have wizarding friends who are going to have my back. And also, I am not opposed to being that adorable loser. Uh, you know, I'd much rather be able to, like, make a little bit of mag real magic happen and win over the hearts of all those around me, uh, as opposed to, you know, be a big phony that everyone will hate at some point. Just It's just a matter of time. Jordan? Can I be a mediocre magi like the one who brought frankincense? Uh, Wait, why was he mediocre? Well, he's not the guy who brought gold. And who well, he's, he's the guy who sold his beard to buy the, the frankincense for Jesus. But Jesus sold... Doesn't have a beard. Sold yeah, his manger to buy a beard comb for the, oh, no. the magi. Uh, it's the classic tale of the gift of the Magi. Oh, Henry. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, uh, no, I will go. I will go with uh, uh, the littlest, uh, the littlest wizard. The littlest wizard that could. Yes, Kevin. Your opinion is it doesn't um, matter. Pointless, so, but um, I'm going with the best magician because you could pull so many coins out of people's ears. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, there's another one. How do you, your ears are so dirty? How did you get all these coins in here? How can you still hear? Genius. It never gets old for me. <laughs> so, James, thank you so much for your question. And next time you have to choose um 
out there in the outback between being the greatest magician or the worst wizard, uh, go ahead with that worst wizard because, you know, hey, there's, there's still a, a small chance that you're going to be able to do something to prevent that dingo from eating your baby. So thank you so much for your question. Uh, our next question comes to us from Eric Terribio, who wants to know, Doctor Who versus The Who. Go. Um, with little known fact, who all the members of The Who are also doctors. So Yes, that's true. Um, uh, that's a good point. Um, see, here's the thing. Uh, Doctor Who may be some kind of time wizard, lord, trans-dimensional, transgender being, but the Who are pinball wizards, which is pretty lucrative in itself. Like they can go and hustle a whole bunch of people down at the uh, down at the Penny Arcade. Uh, yeah, all the way from Soho to Brighton. Which is they a- must have played them all. <laughs> They've got crazy flipper fingers. I've never seen them fall. Uh, those deaf, dumb, and blind vi- kids sure play a mean pinball. Um. Oh gosh. Well, see, the Who have a, a special thrall over my my university days um, because that that won't get fooled again on Rock Band was how. Yeah, man. I spent bass on that not song. Just, not just yeah, man, but yeah, <laughs> man. Um, also, CSI. <laughs> that's right. With uh, gosh, what is that guy's name? David Caruso. David Caruso looks like he's got hung out to dry. <laughs> yeah, we, we would not have that without the Who. I know. It wouldn't be as good. We wouldn't. Well, that's the thing. Okay, so people wouldn't be able to solve crimes without the Who. Uh, what use would sunglasses be without the Who? Without the Who, um, with Doctor Who, uh, you've got a glorified sci-fi soap opera that will never end. Whereas with the Who, you have a hyper-glorified um rock opera that is turned into a super awful movie which one uh there was actually two tyler there's tommy and quadrophenia uh tommy i didn't even know quadrophenia existed they're both fine fine albums i do not recommend watching the movies but the who has peter frampton who does That's that incorrect. sweet thing with the... Uh... <laughs> Wait, doesn't it? No. Nope. What's Peter uh, Frampton in? Peter Frampton. <laughs> Peter Frampton is a solo artist. I thought he played with the Peter, Who. Peter Frampton no, was Pete, in Peter Pete Frampton. Pete Townshend plays with the Who. Pete Townsend. Yeah. Uh, where we? Where would we be without Pete Townsend? No one would smash guitars. Yeah. The, Pete Townsend's famous for that. He also invented the windmill... Uh, way you play guitars where you rock your hand around the guitar that was an invention of pete townsend so so we owe most of rock and roll to him also keith moon of all the drummers who have killed themselves in uh weird ways keith moon is probably the most famous so Uh, um there was a time when keith moon uh got so high on horse tranquilizers that he was unable to perform 
Uh, he collapsed on stage. The band, wanting to continue, uh, yelled out to the audience, can anyone play the drums? <laughs> and one guy was like, I can kind of play the drums. So they brought him up on stage, and they rocked out with him. Which was that would be the, the best moment. Probably yeah, the coolest life. experience ever. That guy, that guy. Can we find that guy? Because his life is probably so fulfilled. Like, he's probably just like, yeah, I, I mean... Yeah, I'll buy this TV. I don't really need to because I pretty much got everything I want. <laughs> My life's pretty much uh, it's, it's pretty much level. Um, bad thing about Doctor Who, it has led to a trend of obnoxiously long scarves yeah. that are a danger not only to the wearer but to anyone within like a five block radius. <laughs> uh, it's going to be tying up traffic. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna be, you know, it's a health hazard, because, health hazard, hazard. cause, cause you're gonna have, like, gum all over it, it's gonna be picking up dog poo, and, you know, then you're just gonna, like, wrap it all around your face. And you're gonna Hope be you too it. warm! You're That's gonna be true. way too warm. Although, it does, um, negate the need for any other clothing. That's it. <laughs> uh, you can just swaddle yourself. Now, scarf. that's cool and all, but if a quick look on the Who's Wikipedia page uh, will feature drummer Keith Moon wearing a white t-shirt that says in, in large black letters, Great Balls. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty awesome. He does not look pleased, though, in the picture. Um, um, well, it's, like, it's like it's an expression of dismay. Great Balls. It's like yeah. Great Scott. Great Balls. Over, it's all over Sherlock Holmes. Um, uh, but point four, Doctor Who, uh, says the Wikipedia article. Uh, it, it has in Japan the the title has been uh, Japanified into Doctor Who, uh, and the, is it H U? Uh, no, it's F U. F U. What? Doctor Who. Doctor Fu? Yeah. <laughs> which is which I it says the series has apparently mystified viewers in Japan, where it has been broadcast in a late evening time slot, leading to, to some not realizing it is a family show. Uh and I would venture to say that they probably thought it also had to do with martial arts. So Um Let me ask you this question. Which would you rather read? Doctor Who fan fiction or The Who fan fiction? The Who fan fiction? That would be so amazing. Uh, especially if they there were... Is, there is also fan art for uh, The Who. Is there actual The Who fan fiction? Because I would read it right now. They went back to uh, to World War One, and they had to stop the Archduke, or before World War One, and they had to stop the Archduke Franz Ferdinand from being assassinated. So they rocked out so hard that it changed the tra- trajectory of the bullet and saved the world a useless war. <laughs> and also, the band Franz Ferdinand ceased to exist because they no longer had somebody worth naming their band after. Which is probably a plus, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'd still like uh, them to take me out. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> now, I will I, say, I, Doctor I, Who yeah. 
And I mean, I really do not care. Like, I haven't watched it. So before people are like, how dare you say anything bad about the new Doctor Have Who any series? of us watched any I haven't Doctor watched Who. any of Absolutely the, not. The I've seen zero started. episodes. Yeah, I the, saw the beginning of an episode. It was Britishy, and there was a lizard and a bright light. That's all I remember. So, I mean, I, the fans of the 2005 to present Doctor Who are pretty rabid. And, you know, good on you. They but as far as I'm have concerned... Rabies. The best Doctor Who is like the 70s Doctor Who, specifically the fourth Doctor. The one Kevin was complaining about has a ridiculously long scarf. Now that was Tyler. And an... But thanks for oh, rem- Tyler. remembering who we, were, who we are. We're, we're basically um, the same person. Yeah, you guys, you guys are both the people who disagree with me. Um, <laughs> That's, there are two types of people on this planet. There's me and the people who disagree <laughs> with me. <laughs> there's Jordan's we friends. Call them and we call Jordan's them friends. the wrong people. Um, uh, thankfully, Jordan has a lot of friends, even if they disagree with him. But I just want to say the original Doctor Who, like going back to the 60s and 70s, is baller. And also the theme song is literally one of the first examples of electronic music. So it's pretty cool. Can, can you give us a sampling of it? I can. A little, a little acapella. Hold on, let me do it. We'll buy that. Um, yeah, I'm voting for the Who. A lot of Terramen. <laughs> okay, did, did you guys look at the eleven faces of Doctor Who? No, no. It's it's all eleven Doctor Who's. The first one Can looks like Ebenezer Scrooge. Uh, the second one looks like an eight-year-old playing a piccolo. Um, the third one looks like a signer of the Declaration of Independence. Uh, the fourth one looks like somebody from our college. (laughs) Tobin. Uh, the fifth fifth one looks like, uh, a Harvard frat guy on the sculling team. (laughs) That's true. I'm also looks like a nightmare. The sixth one looks like a nightmare. Will Ferrell. The seventh one, uh, gosh, I don't even know. Looks like Uh, a flamboyant. He looks like a flamboyant uh, Mr. Bean. Seventh one, or no, eighth one. Eighth one looks Looks like somebody out of Pride and Prejudice. Brunette. No, he looks like a brunette Alan Rickman kind of. Yeah, out of Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, Um, I'll, I'll give you that. The ninth one looks like he belongs in Coldplay. Uh, yep. The tenth one looks like a British uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, David Tennant. And the eleventh one just kind of looks like a tool. Yeah, the eleventh one looks like that 80s movie The Mask I mentioned a few episodes ago. <laughs> uh, he looks like... Um, he his face looks like is if, kind of big. He, he looks has like a really large face. If Doctor Who was on Glee, that's what he would look like. <laughs> This yeah, guy right I'll here. That. Um. So now that we have offended every fan of <laughs> Doctor Who, uh, except for old school and new school, so awesome. Yeah, he um, looks like Lambert. Holy cow! Ah, <laughs> uh, Lambert. Uh, <laughs> our favorite topic on this show. Lamberto. Uh, <laughs> Lamberto. 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 Uh, so Doctor Who. Uh. Jordan, which are you voting for? 
Um, I'm going to go with The Who because I've been a fan of The Who, the band, for most of my adult life. So, uh, I am also going to go with The Who, the band, because I need me some of that Bob O'Reilly Teenage Wasteland. <laughs> And I am also going to go with The Who because you can have an awesome Who's On First routine with their band title. I'm going to see The Who. The Who? Right. Are you also going to see uh, The What? Yes. That's a. Yes. <laughs> that's, oh, you're that's going to why see, yes. Kevin is the one stand up comedian. Done. Out of the three of us. <laughs> Kevin, you got a chain into the like band. That. Yes. That's, there. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> yes. And then wham. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But also, that The Who joke was made on TV's Animaniacs back oh, in the really? 90s, oh. and it was great Shoot. when they went to Woodstock. It uh, was pretty great. What did they sound like? Wham. No, what did they sound like? Wham. All right. I don't, I don't so, think Wham works as well. It works great. Just use your imagination, like Magic School Bus. Our final question comes to us from Cassandra Dasher, who wants to know, The Expendables 2 versus the upcoming film The Guardians, which, to spell these out a bit, The Expendables 2 has all dem action heroes, including Jet Li, Chuck Norris, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. But The Guardians is a DreamWorks animated film that has Alec Baldwin as a tattooed Santa and Hugh Jackman as an Australian Easter bunny. You're referring to Rise of the Guardians. Yes, whatever. I I was thinking of the Guardians that the, movie. The Owl house. movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Yes. Uh, Rise of the Guardians, which I watched the trailer for today, and evidently Jack Frost is needed to help the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny, Tat Santa, and uh, the Sandman defeat fear itself. This also, wait. This sounds the amazing. Also, Merlin and Satan. Isn't the Boogeyman involved? <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's who Jude Law the as the is? boogeyman. Yeah, as Pitch, the, the boogeyman. boogeyman. Um, also, Dominique Grund is playing a character called Cupcake. Oh man, Solomon Grundy's in this. That's, that's awesome. By the way, um, born on a Monday. What? Uh, what was the first name of the girl that sent in this question? Cassandra. Cassandra, you have a baller last name. Don't ever. I you mean, should really change your first name to like Rainbow and no. then become a My Little Pony. If well, you... the thing is, she's been trying to change her last name, but she just no. keeps getting cold feet at the wedding. She's she's too much of a dasher here's, at heart. Here's what you do: <laughs> you get married, you hyphenate your last name, and you get married to someone whose last name is Haber, and then you're awesome. Haberdasher, that's great. <laughs> um. But anyway, to the matter at hand. Um, gosh, that movie sounds good. Um, I don't know. I I really like the idea of Schwarzenegger acting in anything <laughs> post-governor because it just adds a whole other level to his performance. Like, uh, this man used to be in control of one of our states. And and now he is tearing doors off of uh, BW Beatles, BW Beatles. <laughs> yeah, and I have Black not seen Beatles. Expendables two yet, but I've been told that is everything about the first movie, like, but like exponentially better. Um, like it's apparently incredible. 
Also, it has. You're Terry thinking Cruz. of The Incredibles. Terry, is... it has Terry Crews in it, who is the finest actor of our generation, as a character named Hail Caesar. Uh, does he pilot a cruise <laughs> missile? Uh, I don't think he does. Um, Can we just go through the Expendables characters' names? Yes, but Sly before Stallone we do, as as Barney Ross. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, shout out to my dad, whose nickname in college on the college football team was Cruise Missile. Nice. Um, I would love to see a movie where Sly Stallone plays Barney Rubble. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Let's Jason... see that Flintstones reboot. <laughs> Jason Statham as Lee Christmas. Jet Lee as Yin Yang. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph Lundgren as Gunnar Jensen. Of course. Chuck Norris as Booker. Oh, yeah. T. Washington. Of course. Jean-Claude Van Damme as Jean Villan, who I believe is the villain in either the first one or the second one. Uh, Bruce Willis as Mr. Church. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Trench. Uh, the aforementioned Terry Crews as Hail Caesar. Randy Couture as Toll Road. <laughs> Liam Hemsworth as Billy the Kid. Uh, Scott Atkins as Hector and Yunan as Maggie Chan. But who plays Juicy Couture? Uh, uh the daughter. The entire the entire Dallas Cowboys cheerleading squad. Um, that sounds pretty fantastic. Although anything that has Alec Baldwin doing a vaguely Eastern European accent as Santa Claus covered in tattoos. <laughs> And then going out and beating people up is pretty fantastic in my book. Here's the thing, though. In favor of The Expendables 2, uh, they took all of the uh, shell casings from the uh, spent ammunition and melted them down and made an orphanage. So that's fun. Wait, really? No, what if they did, though? That would be awesome. That would be great. That would probably be a very warm place to live. That metal is going to heat up real quick in the sun. Um, It's built in Antarctica. So oh. to help all of the uh, in uh, all, <laughs> all, those all of the orphans there, <laughs> they're orphan penguins. Right. I forgot to clarify. Morgan that. Freeman is the caretaker, so rest <laughs> assured. Um, gosh, those those character names are pretty great. So we're looking at pretty awesome character names with I don't know Alec Baldwin as Santa Claus is a pretty clutch casting choice. Because you know you're going to get Billy Baldwin then. <laughs> as, we, as we've expressed. As uh, Santa Claus' uh, drunk brother. Uh, as Hanukkah Harry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if yes. Martin Short is unavailable. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, oh, I just man. want Keanu Reeves as Kwanzaa Bot. <laughs> oh, that would be good. I'd like Keanu Reeves as Spike Spiegel. Now, are we sure that... Uh, the question asker meant The Expendables 2, the movie that just came out like two months ago, and not a sequel to the 2000 made-for-TV Lifetime film The Expendables, which is about a group of female convicts who volunteer for a mission to rescue a woman from a Cuban prison. I'm pretty positive she meant The uh, Expendables 2 because she linked to the IMDb page. Oh, um, well. <laughs> well, but let's let's think about that. The next logical step for The Expendables 3 is to merge those two film franchises. So both groups are planning a heist of the impregnable 
uh, you know, World World Health Organization Outer Heaven Bank, and who's gonna get there first? You know, it's, it's a case of Annie, get your gun. Anything you can do, I can do better. And there's gonna be a lot of puns, a lot of one-upsmanship, and a lot of heart. And Thelma Louise and Louise are gonna drive a car off a cliff. Which who doesn't uh, want I, that? I kind of would like to see a movie where it's like all the greatest women action heroes, like um, <laughs> the chick from Alien, uh, and, uh, Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. Yeah, the and chick from the Terminator. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Just Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see another movie with Sigourney Weaver uh, fighting things from the future. Uh, that Linda would be the village. Um, uh, no, but okay. So the Expendables two gonna have a lot of sweet car chases. A lot. You're gonna get a lot of car chases. Bang for your buck. But what about the possibility that Rise of the Guardians just has one car chase? Just one between Santa Claus and the Boogeyman. Through I the, think it would be through the sleigh race. Through the streets of L.A. And the finish line is the gates of hell. Think about uh, it. That would, be, that would be terrifying. I'm but, just saying. You know, it is by the team that brought us How to Train a Dragon, though. So is not it really? Question. <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, it's, there's so many good, nay, great people in The Expendables 2. I only wish that they had used that cast to reboot reboot the Street Fighter movie franchise. That would have been good. (laughs) Mm, That would have been good. Jet Li as that character who is obviously supposed to be Jet Li. (laughs) Chun Li. (laughs) Is it really? No, it's um, it's what's his name? There's a guy who's modeled after Jet Li. Look it up, internet. Not Jet Li, Bruce Lee, please. No, they're the same guy. Yes. Aren't they? Oh yeah. Bruce Lee, you're thinking of Fei Long. Oh yeah. Huh. Nice internet. Video games. Interestingly, right. Rise of the Guardians has a bigger budget than The Expendables Two. Even though they had to buy a bunch of cruise missiles from Pakistan for the Expendables 2. Alright, we have to take a vote on this. We're running out of time. I'm going with the Expendables 2 because, you know, if if I want to see Tattooed Santa, all I have to do is be real naughty. He'll come down my chimney and show me what for. If I want to see that many action heroes in the same place, I gotta pay five bucks on a Monday and get free popcorn down to the waterworks. Jordan? Uh, I'm gonna go with The Expendables 2, because Terry Crews will probably beat me up if I don't. Kevin? I mean, I would say The Expendables 2, because Chuck Norris is in it. Um... But actually, in Rise of the Guardians, Chuck Norris is in every frame. You just don't see him, but you do feel his aura. Um, so I gotta that's, go. That's with a it. good point. I gotta go with it. He, Chuck Norris, is the snow, uh, <laughs> silent but ever present. Uh, so thank you so much for 
question, Cassandra. And next time you have to choose, go ahead and go see that Expendables 2. Um, and, you know, bring a fella. And maybe, maybe this time, you won't have to dash. <laughs> I thought you said bring a fellow. Bring a fellow. And maybe, maybe this time, he won't he, smother he you. He won't choke you to death. <laughs> uh, so, thank you so much. And this has been Ninjas vs. Podcast. Thanks for sticking with us. If you would like to submit a question, you can email it to us at ninjasversuspodcast at gmail.com. That's versus VS, no period. Uh, you can go onto the Twitter and tweet at Ninjas vs. Podcast or use the NVP hashtag. Or you can get on formspring.me slash Ninjas vs. Podcast and submit your questions anonymously because some people get embarrassed. And we already mentioned the Facebook, but head on there and we love to chat with you, share images. Uh, Jordan will argue with anyone who gives them the time of day. Uh, <laughs> It's a grand old time. Jordan, I, I, I post have... on there sometimes. Kevin will wait until he has a pun and then maybe grace us with his presence. <laughs> By the uh, way, I, I think I'm going to switch my vote to The Expendables 2 because this exists. Video game, The Expendables 2, Deploy and Destroy, a single-player tower defense real-time strategy. Really? Yes. Of course. So, Jordan, do we have a Tweet of the Week? Uh, we do have a Tweet of the Week. It comes from uh, Latasha D. Myers, who says, See you Saturday at our infamous NVP rent party. If you can't make it in person, donate today. Uh, yeah, you should show up for that, because Tyler really needs that rent money. I need that rent money. <laughs> uh, we know it's become pretty infamous after um, last week's incident. Uh, that's that's the reason why we didn't have an episode. But, you know, uh, it's it's all about that Skrilla. So please, please fund us. Uh, corporate sponsors, come our way. Um, another great way that you can catch up on the show and share the show is you can go to our RSS website, ninjasversuspodcast.erictoribio. That's Eric, E-R-I-C-T-O-R-I-B-I-O.com. Uh, he is kind enough to host us. And you can stream all the episodes there. You can see uh, pictures that we put up for them. But even better than all of those things, you can see the wonderful, wonderful spam bot comments <laughs> that we get onto our episodes. And these weeks are, are doozies. So I'm going to go ahead and read them. Our first one comes from Get Backlinks. <laughs> on episode 25, The Liberty Zone. And they would like to say, Hello, blogger. Found your blog via Yahoo, but it was hard to find, and I <laughs> see that you can have more visitors because there are not so many comments yet. <laughs> so, please, just get on there and make some comments, folks. Tell us what you're really, He really are. called us out, that jerk. We, we should we, go to his house and burn it down. We are so embarrassed in front of Get Backlinks. Mr. Backlinks is is just, he's, he's tearing us a new one here. Uh, anyway, I have discovered website which offer to dramatically increase traffic to your website. 
xrunner-service.com. They claim they managed to close to 4,000 visitors slash day. Using, oh, per day. <laughs> Using their services, you could also get a lot more traffic targeted traffic from search engines as you have now i use their service and got significantly more visitors to my blog hope this helps smiley face they offer <laughs> best services to increase website traffic <laughs> bolded take care jeremy but our best i think our best comment yet comes to us from trina of what does my name mean dot org slash name slash Trina Trina at gmail.com what Trina of what does my name mean dot org slash name slash Trina her email is Trina at gmail.com T-R-I-N-A <laughs> who commented on episode 7 the reason for the season NBA 2K12 with the ninjas dot dot we live <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, that's wonderful. Which, yeah, that's which just that's why you, you do this. Our show to a T, and I think that's one of the few episodes we did not mention the NBA at all. So I'm glad that we are solidifying our reputation as an NBA ninja fan site. <laughs> so thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you to Sparrows and Crows for our outro song, Ultraviolet Bliss. And Animal Tropical for our intro song, 20 Miles. You can find both of those groups on Facebook. And our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, ninjas versus Santa. Go. Um, are, we, are we talking about the Alec Baldwin Santa? Yeah, Tattoo Santa. Big and gruff. I gotta say, I, I gotta say, Alec Baldwin Santa because um, he—they're not going to be ninjas aren't going to be able to detect uh, the latent sarcasm that's in his narration of Royal Tenenbaums. So he's just going to sneak right up on him with that, and they're going to find themselves laughing at the offbeat comedy. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Santa because he'll hope if the ninjas have been naughty. You know, they'll get what's coming to them. But if they've been nice, they'll they'll get some presents and they'll be subdued. Um, and I am going to go with Ninja because not even Alec Baldwin Santa can resist Tracy Morgan in his starring role. Who dat Ninja? Who dat Ninja? <laughs> oh, good point. So thank you so much. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time, NBA 2K12 ninjas, <laughs> we live. <laughs> until next time, work on your, your gang name style, guys. I mean, you guys gotta work on that. Did we already? I think party. we did cover this. Maybe in the last one, but the person who commented on Sasuke Kun that said, Hi, I like your writing so, so much. Percentage, we keep up a correspondence extra approximately your post on AOL. I think I that was that. the very first one. Was it really? Uh, I keep, I keep like, they sent them to me. Type from all the Yeah, I'm actually disappointed these like these new ones aren't on the there. Yeah. I'm not approved of yet. I approved of them.
Let the grass stretch up our legs. But we'll soak yeah, in the ultraviolet bliss. I get the feeling, though, that Meatloaf is going to be showing up and being pretty desperate for friendship. Uh, with the meat, that's the reason why he brought the Meatloaf over, and he'll start singing, "I'd do anything for your love, uh, but I won't do that." That being, I won't give you this Meatloaf because I ate it on the way there because I am a fat rocker. <laughs>